All right, here we go. Final score podcast. Welcome in, everyone. Greg Swatek of the Frederick News Post Sports Department here with you. Uh, proud to be presented by PFP, Players Fitness and Performance here in Frederick. And uh, also very happy to have uh, Middletown girls lacrosse coach Tyler White on this week's episode. Uh, Middletown played a very uh, challenging schedule over the last week. Uh, they, they, they took on fellow Frederick County powerhouse Oakdale and, and, and beat them. And then they uh, uh, went to Baltimore area over the weekend and took on a couple of state lacrosse powers in uh, Glen L and uh, Marriott's Ridge. Uh, so we'll talk to Coach White about their uh, eventful last week and about his career, his team, uh, what makes it tick, and uh, and and the, the season ahead uh, for the Knights as they uh, take aim at a state championship. Uh, but first, uh, let's talk some baseball and boys lacrosse with FMP sports writer Joe Ferraro. Joe, how are you? Fantastic, Greg. How about you? Doing well. Uh, you, you've you seen uh, Frederick baseball play a couple times, and, and, and they're an intriguing team. Uh, the, uh, you just saw them uh, play Urbana, and, and they yep. won the game 7-1. to one. Yep. Uh, Good pitching uh, performance, uh, and they had a lot of hits, too. I think they had 13 hit, total hits, I, I think you said, in yeah. the game. So. Yeah, sure, sure did, yeah. And, and, and uh, baseball, I mean, that's a, that's a sport where – Gosh, uh, it's it's peaks and valleys. Uh, you, you get on a roll offensively. You, you can uh, you can you can uh, take that on and uh, continue that for you know a week or two. And and so I think they're going through through one of those stretches right right now. Whereas uh, Urbana, you know, offensively they're uh, they're in a, a little bit of a funk. But uh, and they're they're going they happen to be going through one of those. Um, valleys but uh you know for me as far as you know who's gonna who's gonna do well uh come postseason uh i'm gonna wait till the end of the regular season and see see who who's doing what then because uh you know it could be a case where urbana they're they're not um offensively might not be going their way right now but uh, come the end of the season uh you know that it could be the exact opposite and uh you know i i, I believe it, it it will be that because uh you know the, you look at the, the players up in there down the rosters uh they can hit the interesting thing i found about frederick is they had some momentum coming into the game you saw against urbana but it wasn't coming off of a win right it was coming off of a loss i mean yep. they they were about to get 10 run ruled at, at, against yep. oakdale and yet they managed to, to, to find their groove, and, and they got back into the game. And I think the winning run came came, to the, came plate, to the plate. Came to the plate in that game of what looked like a total blowout. Yep. And that sort of carried them into the Urbana game. So, sure. What, what, what's your take on this Frederick team? What, what, what strikes you about them? Well, uh, you know, the, you know, the, the pitching. Uh, they've got some. They've got some pitching options. Uh, Tanner Dixon. And uh, Brady McDonald, and so you know, usually with with the pitching, uh, when you got guys who are, you know, decisive, uh, pitch quickly, and 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 throw strikes, you know, everybody behind them will play that much better uh, defensively, and so so it starts with that, and then they do have that. And uh, but in past years, uh, you know, you look up and down their lineup, they'll have one, maybe two players who who really perform well consistently. Um, I, th- I think this year it's uh, it's multiple people, you know, four or five you know, hitters up and down their lineup that that can really do the job. I mean, they've come a long way because Frederick had some really lean years recently sure. and, and they've, they've really bounced back nicely. When you look at the 
Frederick County baseball picture as a whole, is there yep. a team to beat per se? You know, I I don't I don't think so. Uh, just uh, you just look at the standings. Uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of parity, and uh, and it's a it's a deal where if uh, if anybody's ace is on the mound, uh, whether we're talking about uh, Luke Pryor of Middletown. Tyler uh, Pulaski of Brunswick, uh, Mason Albright of Catoctin. Uh, you, could, you could go down uh, down the line uh, if they have their ace on the mound. Uh, they're they're pretty confident they're they're going to win. And you know, I don't think there's any uh, there's too many uh, staffs out there where you could say, okay, this team has you know three four you know very good pitchers. Uh, and uh, just the you know dominant lights out uh, rotation. So if any of these teams have their ace out there, uh, <laughs> had a pretty good chance to win. And and just to point out, one of those pitchers, Luke Pryor, having a really good yep. season, eighteen and, and, and third innings, or or, or did uh, did he pitch more than that? Uh, I think uh, that, we'll, that, that that plus the seven innings today. So okay. he's, he's around 20, 20. 26 innings or so. Yep, twenty five yeah. innings only only giving up one earned run. So and a bunch of strikeouts too. And a bunch uh, of strikeouts. He's, he's yep. probably what thirty plus strikeouts now or, or, yep. or mid thirties. Uh, yeah, yeah, thirty thirty four uh, heading the Mount St Marys. Yeah, he was a big part of uh, of their uh, run to the state title two years ago. So. So yeah, you get a nice, uh, nice, healthy, uh, strong Luke Pryor. You you like your chances uh, of winning that game. Let's switch over to boys lacrosse. On uh, Tuesday night, you saw a great game uh, at sure Lake between yep. two of the county powerhouses. You have Urbana, uh, who's still undefeated, and, and, and they remain yep. so after they pulled out a one-goal victory over Lake and Ligonier is not a place where a lot of county teams have won uh, recently. Right, right. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been four years <laughs> since they've lost to a county county opponent at home, and which happened to be Urbana back then. So, so yeah, Urbana. Wow, what a what a fun team to watch. Uh, you know, at, at times during the day during the game when the, when the defense is uh, you know causing turnovers. I mean, they they almost look like a. Um, a fast break uh, basketball team out there. Just uh, just how quickly they 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 get the ball and the, and then uh, you know take it down the other end and um, and score. Very, very fun team to watch with their two set of twins, uh, the Kohlers and the Joswicks. Uh, yeah, very uh, dynamic players. You know, all all four of those guys. You know, two years from now, all sophomores. You know, they, they could be playing. Uh, actually, it'd be three years from now. They, <laughs> they could all uh, very conceivably be, be playing Division One lacrosse. What, what what are they talking about in terms of goals and expectations? Obviously, win states, but but uh, I, I don't know what. Do, yeah. have, do you have much idea what the four A landscape looks like, or, or are they sort of talking about teams that that, that they're going after? Do you, do you have much of an idea of that? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. As you said, I mean, every team probably states that as a goal. You know, winning, winning, winning it all. Uh, you know, with uh, with Urbana being at 4A, they're going to have um, you know some Suburban some Parks, obstacles. Severna Park, Park, Howard uh, right. are, are, are both are, are both there, and they're they're good every year. I imagine they're they're going to be um, you know two <laughs> two two walls uh, you know standing there uh, in their way, and they they've got to break through it. Yep. Uh, Ligonor, uh, they they've been yep. a contender. They they've been as good as any team. We've had on the boys' side in recent years. How do they, how do they look, and, and mm-hmm. are they a team that could potentially make a run once the playoffs start uh, in 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 three A? 
I think so. Uh, you know, the offense, uh, you know, before this year is just, uh, you know, so, you know, sensational when you, you think of the, the, the players they've had over the years in uh, Jordan Swoyer and, and uh, Daniel Ross, Daniel Murphy. Uh, I think their offense uh, still still pretty good this year. You know, led by R- Roman uh, Larocco. Uh, still still very good offense. I think uh, you know the threat with them. Uh, they've got uh, an elite faceoff man in Will Coletti, and you know someone who's is winning. 80, 90 percent of the faceoffs. I mean, if that's something that you know they continue to do, which, that, that, which, uh, which I think they will. I mean, you you always have to give them uh, a chance to win because they're always going to have the ball uh, on their sticks. That that harkens back to like the Alex Daly days at Ligonier. Alex went sure. on. Alex went on to play at at Army. Yep. Um. But but he would win like close to ninety percent of his draws, <laughs> yep. and, and that gave Ligonier such an advantage when when they went on to win their. Their, their first state championship. Yep. Uh, any teams behind, like the Ligonors and Urbanas, that, that might open some eyes um, come postseason time uh, with, with the boys? I think those are the two main ones. You know, Oakdale uh, is still, you know, still very good. The, 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 they'll be there. So, uh, but yeah, the, those two that we mentioned, uh, Urbana and and Ligonor, I think they're they're the teams right now. Joe, appreciate your insights as always. No, uh, th- thanks no for worries. stopping by. Well, when we come back, we will switch gears and we will talk some girls lacrosse with uh, Middletown coach Tyler White talking about his big week uh, over the last uh, over the last seven days or so. So right back with Coach White here on the final score. Why do I train? Why do I train? I train to jump higher. I train because I have something to prove. Be faster. And because speed, strength and being better overall on and off the field is my mission. Nothing to me is impossible. I'm Andrew Simpson from Players Fitness and Performance in Frederick, Maryland. We have found that most middle and high school athletes do not have complete confidence, which is holding them back from being their best on and off the field. As official partners with FCPS, our why is to inspire athletes like yours to believe in themselves and perform more confidently and consistently in sports and in life. That's our why. What's your why? For more information, check out our website at www.playersfitnessandperformance.com. The Middletown girls lacrosse team has its sights set on a state championship this season. The Knights coach is Tyler White, and he is sitting across from me right now in studio. How are you, Coach White? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I mean, you guys have had a eventful last week, right? Last uh, Thursday, uh, you, you take on fellow county powerhouse Oakdale. Yeah. And then over the weekend, you guys uh, went went to a tournament, uh, and, and you faced two of the top teams in the state in in Glenelg and uh, Marriott's Ridge. So definitely, just how how would you describe the last week for for you and your girls? Um, exciting, educational. Um, you try and get out and play the the best teams in the state. You know, to be competitive and uh, see where you stand. So you know, it was exciting to watch and play. You know, you take your lumps, but. Um, I th- I think it's where the girls, you know, see where we need to be. You right. Know, you play Oakdale, always competitive, always fast. And then you go out and play some Howard County schools and, and see, you know, what that next competition is. Yeah, we're, we're going to talk about your big win over Oakdale in a second here. But one of the first things you told me this season was you were you loaded up the schedule. You were trying to make it as challenging a schedule as possible. I, explain your thinking behind that. Well, my thinking there is... You know, we want to be competitive and, you know, in order to see where you stand and, and the girls understand that, you know, to be at that next level, you got to play at the next level. 
And, you know, why not, why not fit those, those teams in, uh, go to those tournaments. Um, and, you know, if we're fortunate enough to make it to the state tournament, you know, why not um, see them before you get there and it not be such a shock? You know, sometimes you get in those situations where um, you haven't seen that type of speed or that type of uh, skill set across the board until you get at that level. And then before you know it, uh, the score is out of hand and, and you're playing catch up. So if we can take care of that now um, and then, you know, if we were fortunate not to see him later, you know, we've already seen him once. So we know what to expect. Yeah. What, what, what I mean, you, you, you face Glen Allen. Mm-hmm. Uh, they win state titles just about every year. Marriott, Marriott's Ridge, uh, the same thing. Like, and, and then they got the better of you this weekend. Like, what do you hope your girls take from, from, from that tournament over the weekend? Uh, the speed. You know, we, what speed they need to play at and what speed they're going to face. You know, that's the biggest difference when you get down there is, you know, it's not one or two girls that have the speed. There's 12, 15 girls that have the speed. Right. So, so do, you, do you adjust your game plan? Do you, do you, can, you, can you attack them differently if you were to see them again uh, next time? Or Yeah, definitely. You know, that, and that's the big thing about going down there and play is you, now you can come up. You have it on film. Now you can come up with a game plan and uh, try and figure some things out and, and play our style of game against that type of speed. I mean, Baltimore is such a hub for, for lacrosse and, and, and many of the best teams in the nation, high school, college, and, and many of the top players from the nation come from this area. Why, why is Howard County and Baltimore County, why, why are they so strong in lacrosse and so much stronger than even, even the best teams that you see out, out in the western part of the state? Uh, that's a good question. You know, I'm, trying, I'm trying to figure that out as well. Right. Um, you know, it's, it's part of it is that's, they have it there. They grow up with it. Um, and you know, their, their parents have played, you know, out here in, in Frederick County and West, you know, it's lacrosse started in the late nineties here, uh, in the high schools. Um, and so we don't have that generation after generation playing lacrosse. Right. What, what is the gap still? Cause I, cause I think everyone would agree that lacrosse in frederick county has come a long way but then when you when you get to these tournaments and when you get to the later reaches of the, of the state tournament you, you see you see some lopsided scores like how mm-hmm. big how big is that gap still between the elite and and, and where we are here in frederick county oh uh, i don't i don't think it's as as big as it has been you know um oakdale's doing their thing um you know we have some other teams in the county starting to pick up numbers wise and, that, and that's probably the biggest thing is is how do we get the numbers and start getting that um, uh, attrition going? And yeah, I was going to ask you what what, what it's going to take to close to close the gap, even uh, even more. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I think it it's 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 what's happening now. I mean, it, it's the coaching that's coming out here west. You're getting better coaches. Um, you know, you're get you're you're starting to get more access to. Um, those athletic girls, soccer players, field hockey players, the basketball players now see that lacrosse is another option for them and bring in that, those types of players over, you know, that's what you get down in, in Howard County is you get, you know, those multiple sport athletes who come in and, and lacrosse is, you know, already a generational sport down there. Uh, so that's the thing we're adding here, I think, in Frederick County. Is it becoming more of a year-round sport, too? Because in some of those places that you talk about, it seems like girls are playing the sport year-round or they're going to more clinics and camps and they're they're doing more. Is it becoming more of a, a year-round sport here in this area? Um, I'd like to see it not. Oh, you know, yeah. Okay. yeah, I'd yeah like that's to see right. That. You, you encourage your girls to do other Absolutely. sports. Yeah, yeah we well, encourage why, that. Why, why, do you, why do you feel that's important? Well, I mean, you get 
uh, different different muscles being used, uh, different styles of coaching. Um, you know, you get that that mental break from the sport. You know, that's probably the biggest thing from my perspective is, you know, if you're doing it year round, your your brain really and that's what it is. It does. And let's get some mental mental break there and allow your body to to use different muscles in different ways, and then to get the different types of coaching. Right. Prior to your tournament over the weekend, uh, you hosted Oakdale, and that, mm-hmm. that's always a huge game. You guys have been two of the top teams in the county for, for a number of years now. You see each other in the playoffs. You see each other in the in the league championship games often. And and Oakdale had had Middletown's number for a number of years, but 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 you guys felt you, you had you had a chance this year. You, uh, you got down early a, yeah. a, a couple of goals but but your girls really stuck with it they battled back and, and they pulled off a, a a seven to six win over that, oakdale last week like how did that win resonate with with you and uh, your program a lot of excitement you know it's they they have definitely had our number um and they do a great job over there they've got uh tremendous athletes and you know and that's been the biggest thing is their speed over there and and how do you match that how do you game plan it um, and you know, how do you, how do we get over that mental hurdle of, uh, you know, Oakdale's had our number for, for the past several years and you know, we need to get past that and be able to, to compete. Um, and you know, last year, um, you know, our, our Bridget had a, had an amazing first half last year. Talk about Bridget Remsburg, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, um, Megan cleverly ended up getting hurt in that game it was it, 10 to 9 right or it, something like that oh, oh, last oh, year oh, one or two one or two goal game last no year. last year they got us by 10 uh, did they uh, yeah i think right. it was okay. uh, 13 to 3 or that's, 12 that's to right. 2 or something Co- yeah coach why all these games run together yeah. o- over the years in my head so so i had i had the score wrong but 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 that's right yeah i think it, at halftime it was uh three it, it was close, close. And, and, yeah. then, and then you lost megan right and then yeah. we lost megan and we had a little mental lapse there um and oakdale rattled off man they rattled off like five six goals really fast and before you know it it's a seven seven goal game and you know you're trying to play catch up um and that's an amazing equality about lacrosse right like things like even a four goal lead it's not with a minute to go it's not necessarily safe that's right because you could score so fast and and it's so dependent on the draw and and stuff like that so yeah and the draw and the draw is huge you know that's where oakdale you know um they have a fantastic a uh, young lady who does the draw. Shay for Shay. Cheryl, yeah. And um, it, it's a challenge. And, you know, we, we tried to game plan around that a little bit and what she does. Um, yeah, you said you said if you if we could win half the draws yeah. or maybe a little more that we you had, we had a, chance a really to good win. chance. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and you did. I think you were seven to six. Yeah, we were we were around right just above 500 there. Um, and, you know, that's a game plan we had. You know, we win those. I felt like we had enough uh poise and presence on offense to to uh challenge them um and you know going down two really quick against them you know it was like what one of those uh uh-oh moments um but the girls held their composure and did their thing um and we we ended up fighting back with that You, you referenced the game plan what was your game plan to sort of go after them um play aggressive on the draw um you know that that was the biggest thing you know how to how do we position ourselves? Um, where, you know, we felt that Shea was going to put the ball. That gave us the best chance to win that 50-50. Um, and then on offense, you know, do what do what we try and do, um, and is, which is play fast and play aggressive um, and really get after the goal. You know, I won a lot of shots, and um, you know, we didn't get many shots against Oakdale. Uh, we got enough that mattered, but 
uh, they did a great job defensively um, uh, squeezing in and, and holding us holding us st steady. Uh, we did a little force. We forced the issue a little bit, uh, so we hurt ourselves a little bit. But, um, you know, the, uh, they did a great job defensively, you know, uh, uh, containing us and making us work for, for what we had. Right. A big reason why things didn't fall apart for you after you gave up the first two goals was because of your, your goalie, uh, uh, Bridget uh, Remsburg. Definitely. And in and, and, and lacrosse, you think of when teams get energy, you think of scoring runs and, and, mm -hmm. and getting a bunch of goals in a row, and it energizes everyone, energizes the crowd. But, but you talk about the saves that Bridget makes and how important those are in, in doing the exact same thing and flipping the momentum for your team and, and creating energy for your team. De definitely. And, you know, Oakdale, I think, went out – we didn't have a shot for the first 12 minutes, I believe, of that game. Yeah. And Oakdale had maybe 11 shots, um, and Bridget saved nine of them. And, um, you know, that that excitement, that life, you know, to know that, you know, Bridget's, Bridget's going to stop most of them. And, and a number of free position shots yes. uh, she stopped. Yeah, too. I think they had yeah. 15 uh, free possessions and uh, made five of them. But she, had, she saved 10 of those shots. And those are huge. I mean, you get those, and then – and then it gives us an opportunity when she makes that save to have that that fast break type we want, but um, to to get that excitement and the and the girls get so excited um, and a new sense of urgency uh, happens when she's she's laying it out there and and diving all over the place, saving those goals. Right. I wanted to ask you about a number of your players, and mm -hmm. we'll we'll start with Bridget. Uh, tell us about her. She's a hockey player, right? When, yeah. When so, she's not playing lacrosse. Yeah. So Bridget, um, Bridget is ice hockey goalie. Um, you know, she does a travel ice hockey, uh, when she came to high school, uh, her freshman year was, was my first year, uh, I was coaching JV, uh, got her to come out that year and she did a great job. It was natural crossover from hockey. Um, and then her sophomore year, she decided to play hockey full time and didn't play lacrosse. Um, but I, I asked her if she, you know, anytime she doesn't have hockey practice, come on over, be part of the team. You know, I want you around. Um, you know, you can be a manager, you can, you know, do whatever. Um, and she decided, you know, that's, that's something she wanted to do. And, um, uh, her junior year, she came out and, and started for us and did a great job last year. Uh, made first team all area. Um, I think she had right around 50% save last year. Um, and her goal is to be, is to beat that this year, make sure she gets well above 50%. But what an amazing young young woman she is! You, you had a great line about Bridget after the Oakdale game. You said she had ice. Yeah, uh, she had ice in her veins, uh, which, which is perfect, uh, considering she is the hockey goalie. H how, how do you think her hockey sort of transitions or translates into her lacrosse? Well, I, I think you know goalie goalie being a goalie is very tough position, um, and you know those those pucks come flying at you, and you know I think if if for her. You know, having that those ice hockey pucks come flying at her, you know, a lacrosse ball isn't isn't that scary. Uh, but just just that, you know, fearless attitude. I'm going to stop everything. Um, wanting to get better every day, and you know, making sure that you know her biggest thing. You know, she's like she's afraid to let somebody down if she lets a goal in. Um, and the thing about lacrosse is you're supposed to score goals in lacrosse. And then you know, that's one of the things I keep reminding her when when the goals do go in is hey. Offense is supposed to score. You know, girls lacrosse, there aren't many shutouts. They're usually, you know, higher scoring games. So those things are, do happen. Right. Uh, but she's used to the hockey where it's one nothing, 2 2 nothing, or whatever. 
Uh, so it's a different mindset for her, and she she does a great job c- overcoming those. I mean, the number of bruises she's probably accumulated over the years, and all across. Oh yeah. So when, when you guys start practicing in 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 early March, when when it's still cold outside, and to have to make those saves, I mean, there's a certain toughness that comes along with the position, right? Oh yeah, definitely. And uh, she's got quite a few bruises on her legs. Um, yeah. And, all, and as all across goalies, and she take right? yeah. and she takes them, uh, takes them like a champ. Yeah. Uh, you have a, a, a number of players on your team are, are young under underclassmen uh, but but you do have some good uh upper upperclassmen too on the team uh, one of them is uh, kate mcclister yes. a, a, a senior for you tell us about kate uh so kate kate um kate is, has a fierce tough mentality um she is one of our leaders she's a captain for us um she does a great job um uh, bringing along the girls she's had a lot of um, a lot of girls ahead of her, I think, who show, have shown her, you know, how to do it, and she's doing a great job. Uh, she's going to Salisbury and playing, um, and you know, I think one of one of Kate's biggest strengths um, are her free position shots. Um, I, I don't know if she, I can't remember the stats, but she may have not, she may not have missed any yet. Uh, but put her on the on the eight there, um, you know, you can pretty much, uh, it's a it's a good, really going to be a really good shot, um, and then defensively. Uh, man, she's strong and and really gets after it, and um and she cares. I mean, that's probably the biggest thing there is she she really cares about her teammates, really cares about winning, um and wants and wants to be good, um and to have that leader uh, as a senior, um it, I'm very blessed to have that. Right. You you talk about the importance of draws. Who who takes the draws for you for the most part? Well, we try and split it up. You know, Jade Catlin does does most of the draws. Um, we have Jade, Alyssa, uh, Kate. Um, uh, Alyssa uh, Daly. Daly, yeah. Uh, Brandon Hoffman does them. Mm-hmm. Bailey Broadbent. Um, so try and mix it up with with all of them. Um, you know, Jay Jay does an outstanding job getting those draws, um, and she's worked really hard at getting better from last year. Um, and you know, if if we have somebody that you know Jade's going to take it, uh, but I feel really good about you know all five of those guys going right. in there. There's a saying in sports like if you have two quarterbacks or three quarterbacks, you don't have one. Is uh, do, do you is it sort of ideal to to do it the way you do it, or is it is it a little unconventional? Or I mean, don't you want that one person on the draw um, f- for the most part to take most of the draws? Well, I mean, the the luxury of having having multiple is you know you come up against a different a different style of of drawler like Shay like Shay Shay does a great job pushing and, and and lifting that ball so if you have a different style of of uh you know um uh draw person whether they're pulling or pushing or or just just grabbing it um you can mix that up so you know I like that you know Jade Jade you know I would say primarily does it um but we need to mix up in there we throw throw the number of them in there it's good experience too, right? Absolutely. Uh, for the other players, like if for some reason Jade couldn't take a mm-hmm. draw, you have other players, like you say, that have seen it before, that have, that, have, that have done it before. It's, it's not like a brand new experience for them. Yeah, so. and I think they know that. You know, and I think they. I, I try and I try and and install that. You know, that team aspect. You know, it's going to take all twenty of us. Yeah. Uh, we're talking to uh, Middletown uh, girls lacrosse coach uh, Tyler White has an excellent team this season, uh, taking aim at a at a state championship hopefully in, in another month or so. So, yeah, when you need a player to like take control of the game to to, to take the ball and, and sort of establish that comfort level for you guys, the player you guys turn to is one of your sophomores, uh, Isabella uh, Ewine. Uh, tell us about uh, Izzy. Oh, Izzy, uh, she's great. Um, 
Isabella is, you know, I, I think we talked about it a couple weeks ago. She, you know, she's fun. Uh, she's, uh, she's a, a character out there. Um, but she really, you know, she really just wants to be part of the team, you know, and, and that's probably what's best. The best thing about her is, you know, she, she, she has this, this, um, knack to go get the ball. She can get the ground balls wherever they are. And then she has the ability to, to thread the needle on a pass or, or take the, take the, um, take the shot. Um, but she really, she really doesn't care if she scores or not, and that's probably the best thing. And I think that's what makes her makes her who she is, um, is because she just wants to be part of the team. She wants the team to have fun. She she wants you know there to be um, life around her, and it, it's it's amazing to have her around. And and you know I encourage it. Yeah, she doesn't like to be interviewed after games. No, either, but, not but, at but, all. But, but but she's actually pretty good at it, even even though she might not give herself the the credit Correct. for it. So, That's right. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. But but I mean, with the way she scores and with the way she plays, she obviously attracts a lot of attention yes. from, from the from the media spectators and, and everyone. So so it's just, she'll probably be getting interviewed a lot more. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, over the, over the course of her high school career, with the way she, I would she agree. plays. So uh, you mentioned uh, Jade uh, and, mm-hmm. and what she brings to the team. She's another sophomore for you. Tell us a little more about uh, Miss. Uh, so Jade, Jade's our fire, you know, Jade, um, Jade wants, wants to be the best and Jade works really hard at her craft and her skill. And, um, she, she's got that desire to, to go and, and be at the next highest level. And, um, the, 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 the really good thing about Jade is, you know, even though she's got that, that desire, that drive to go to the next level, she just wants to have fun too. And I, you know, I think that's what makes all of them special is, you know, they're all very talented. Um, but you know, they all love each other and they all, they all just want to win and, and they really don't care who gets the credit. And they're young too. So yes. they have them for a few more years. Definitely. So. Yeah. Who are, who are some of the unsung players on, on the team coach? Right. The, 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 the players that don't always appear in the, in the stat sheet, the, the headlines, uh, the newspaper articles, but, but they're doing a lot of good work for you and, and do a lot of the tasks that don't get a lot of attention or credit. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I, I would say, you know, Kayla George, she's a senior for us. Um, she plays defense, you know, Kayla, um, uh, she doesn't lead, she doesn't get many of the high stats, you know, but you know, you need somebody to lock somebody down, you know, that's Kayla. You know, I can, you know, I know she's going to be there. I know she's going to do everything we want her to do. She's going to do it to it, to, to the T. Um, she's going to Messiah. Uh, she's going to play lacrosse there. She's doing a great job. Another one, Bryn Hoffman. Um, she's another, she's a sophomore. Um, you know, she plays a little bit of everything. And, you know, the, the, the good thing, the best thing there is, you know, her teammates elected her captain as a sophomore. Uh, she works hard. She works her butt off. She shows up every day. And she's another one who just wants to win and just wants the team to be successful and doesn't care, you know, if she's making any goals or getting any draws or getting any ground balls. You know, she wants she wants to be successful. And, and you know, uh, the way she works is, you know, amazing. And she puts it all out there. And I think that's one of the reasons why she was elected a captain is, you know, is is not necessarily her voice, but her actions. What, what, what's it like coaching this group every day? What, what, what's their personality like? What, what, what's the team like in practice? Uh, it's, it's a lot of fun, you know, and, 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 
you know, I, and I try and encourage it and I try and, you know, give them the freedom to, to do those things. I mean, I like to be serious every now and then. Um, but I feel that, you know, if we have that excitement, we have that fun and, and they're really enjoying each day, they're going to give me the best that they've got every single day. And very few days that they are really have bad days out at practice. And, you know, most days are, are fun, exciting. That's, yeah. that's the point, isn't it? it absolutely. It, 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 it's a sport to have fun. It can't be super serious and all about winning all the time. Right? Yeah, and I, yeah. I, absolutely. And I try and, and I try and talk to him about that. You know, it, it, it can't be a job if it, you know, if you're going there and, and you're not, and you're miserable and you're not having fun, you're not going to, you're not going to do your best, you know, plus they, you know, they got a full day of school. And, you know, they have, they have all that pressure going on them. You know, they have all the outside, you know, some of them are getting recruited and they have all that pressure. You know, why not give them the opportunity to come out and have that freedom, have fun, enjoy it. Um, you know, they're, they are good. They're very talented, but you know, we try and keep things simple and, you know, allow that freedom and, and do the, all those fun things. Do you guys talk a lot about goals and expectations and stuff, or do you just sort of let it take care of itself? Through, through the games and practices no we definitely we definitely uh set goals um and, and i have i have pretty high expectations for them i think they know it um and i think they drive for it you know the the, the biggest things you know that i try and preach are the fundamentals you know you get really good at passing and catching and running get really good at, at ground balls and get really good at at uh, shot placement you know if you can run fast you can play catch you know you're going to be competitive in almost all your games um, so we do a lot of fundamentals, you know, we, 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 we hone in on that and we really drive, um, drive in that, you know, it, it is the basics. It is simple. And if, I mean, if you're thinking too much, you're not playing, you're not playing as hard as you can. And if you're thinking too much, you're not having too much fun in my opinion. So why not limit that and let them just have fun? Yeah. Tell us how you came into this job, uh, coach white. Um, I started coaching lacrosse. Uh, my daughter's a junior on the team, uh, Jaden, number 10. Yeah. Um, and I started coaching lacrosse when she started, uh, when she was six or seven years old. Okay. Um, you know, they needed a coach. I was coaching football and, you know, just wasn't, was an off season or, uh, uh, did you, did camp. you have sons that were playing football or, um, I, we do have, I do have sons. Um, we do have, we do have three boys and Jaden, um, and, uh, they were not, no, they were, I was coaching at that time. I was coaching at Middletown, um, coaching on the varsity with, uh, Lauren Ridenauer. Okay. Um, and so you were the architect of all those, those great defenses on the state championship team. Right. No, I was right. a position coach. Okay. <laughs> that wasn't me. Um, <laughs> what, what position did you coach? I coached the, the wide receivers and okay. defensive backs for football. Gotcha. Um, did and, you work with Ben Lewis? I did, yeah, yeah. His freshman year, uh, I had an opportunity to coach him his freshman year. Yeah, um, and you know, I started coaching lacrosse, girls lacrosse. I never played, um, and I coached at the U nine level. Um, Jaden was, I think, seven years old playing up on the U nine. They didn't have a uh, anything lower than that. Um, and, and just grew up with that and always, always coached that and then started coaching. So did, did you want to coach or did, were you filling a, filling a need coach lacrosse? Yeah. yeah I was feeling a need. Okay. At the time. All right. All right. Yeah. But, but, but it sounds like you've grown into the job a little bit. Absolutely. I love it to death. You know, it is, um, you know, that the, 
one of the best things I really like about Girls Across is it has a strategic aspect to it. You can game plan, you can set up, you know, strategy to to go against those competitive teams, and you know that that mental side of it I really love. Um, and you know, it, it it from my perspective, there's a lot of carryover from football is you have that strategic plan to it. Yeah, but but coaching girls is is a lot different than coaching a bunch of sixteen year old. 16 to 18 year old uh male football players you're right yes well what what is the i mean not that it's any easier or tougher or right maybe, or maybe it is but but what's the difference between coaching boys and coaching girls um i really do like i really do enjoy football um but you know the the challenge the challenge i believe is you know one i'm we're very, very fortunate over middletown and and i think they're across other schools too but they have a great group of of young ladies um but, you know, I, I think the biggest thing is, you know, they want to learn. They want to they want to be good and it makes it easier to coach uh, coach them. And, you know, there's a whole different there's many different styles of coaching. I, I coach differently than a lot of people. You know, it's, it's about the relationships. It's about, you know, growth outside of lacrosse. It's about, you know, what are we doing in the classroom to what are we doing out in the community? Um, and then lacrosse will take care of itself. Uh, we work really hard on the lacrosse field, but we work really hard off the lacrosse field, uh, building you know building those relationships to um, uh, to to making sure our our academics are taken care of, um, and I think they understand that and they want to do it. Do you do like team building activities away from away from the games yeah, and we, practices? Yeah, we and do, do that. Do you, do you get together with with the team to have events and stuff like we that? We do. Or, yeah. yeah, so we try and we try and do stuff out in the community here and there. Um, and then we also try and do some, some team specific things, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we went to a hike up in Cunningham Falls to the falls, yeah. um, spent a, spent a Saturday instead of practicing there. Um, last Wednesday, you know, day before Oakdale, we went over to the elementary school and we helped, um, you know, the gym class was doing a lacrosse lesson. So I had the girls go over there and they, and they were running some different stations for, um, for the elementary school. Uh, so th- things like that to try and get them out off the lacrosse field and doing some stuff out in the community. Yeah. So, I mean, you keep them from getting burnt out. It seems like, like I try uh, uh, like, like you, you sort of get it that it's, it's about more than just w- what's happening w- when there's a game going on and, and there's time on the clock and stuff like definitely. That. So, yeah. 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 There's more to life than lacrosse. And I, right. I thought I try and, you know, I try and explain and try and, you know, explain that to him. And are, sure. are your parents receptive of that or, or because some people are when at all costs or we, we have to, we have to do this or it's all about this or whatever. I mean, are your parents, do they appreciate that, that you are trying to create a more well-rounded experience? I hope so. Yeah. No, I think they are. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I think, I think they understand, um, you know, and I think they, they see the approach I'm taking and, and they trust it. Right. Were you, were you scared getting into coaching, or is it was it something you were looking to do? Lacrosse or in general? In, in general. Uh, no. It it's uh, I played Division three football. Where uh, at Waynesburg College okay. in in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I got hurt my senior year um, later in the year, and I hop- had an opportunity to sit in coaches' meetings and and learn uh, from some great coaches. Um, and I figured out that's what I wanted to do. Um, you know, it's hard. I don't have a teaching degree. I have a computer science degree. Um, so I, you know, I probably, I probably served you a little better than, than, than a teaching degree. Well, right? salary so, wise. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. But you know, salary only goes so far, you know, yeah, it is nice to have right. a salary. You strike but, me as a guy that would say it's, it's only money. So, correct. And, and money's not the, not the end of the world. No, you yeah. have to pay your bills. Yeah, you yeah, do. Right. Um, but 
you know, there's coaching, you know, you have an effect on so many people and, um, you know, it is about those relationships and I've been fortunate to have some great coaches, uh, coach me and, you know, instill that mindset and make sure that, you know, I, I try and emulate that a lot. Um, and I try and build those relationships and I really try and make sure that, you know, the individuals are taken care of, um, outside of the sport. Now I want to win. Don't get me wrong. Right. Um, winning is important. It yes. is. Yeah. Yes. You know, that's why we do it. Yeah. Did you grow up in Western Pennsylvania? No, I went to Middletown. Oh, you did. You're yep. from, you're from this area. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, and I played under coach Ambrose. You did. Yeah. And, um, well, what would you take away from, from playing for a coach like that? Um, commitment the dedication and commitment and the hard work, you know, that goes into it. And, you know, if, if you're going to be committed to something, you better be all in, you know, that's what, that's what I got from coach. I don't want to date you coach white, but when did, when did you graduate from Middletown? Uh, 96, 96. Yep. Okay. So, um, and that, and then you became, you joined the staff right away or, or when you came back from college, how, how, did, um, how did sort of the opportunity present itself to join, join the coaching staff with the football team? So, um, when I graduated college, I you know I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. I had a computer science degree and I have a teaching degree. Um, my my father was working down in Herndon, um, and ended up getting a, um, a software analyst position down there. And we were living in uh, Kearneysville, West Virginia. And I'm like, man, I really want to coach. Um, I call it. I called. Well, up. Why, why why did you want to coach? Well, I wanted to coach football. I wanted to be involved. You know, I still. I just. You know, I was just playing. I still wanted to be. You know, I knew I wasn't going to play at the next level. I still wanted to be involved in some way. You know, why not coach? Was kind of my mindset. Um, that's, and how, that's exactly how I became a journalist. I love sports. I was never going to be good enough to play. And, and why not I, write I, about I, it I, and I, go I, watch it? How do I stay involved? Yeah, right? that's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, and so I called up Coach Cater over at Shepherd. And I said, you know, this is my situation. Um, I work down in Herndon. I can make my own schedule. Um, do you have an opportunity to coach? And he said, oh, yeah, come on over. Uh, so I, I coached two years at Shepherd uh, University or Shepherd College at the time. I coached the outside linebackers and free safety. And, and Shepherd has a really good football oh, program. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And, um, you know, did that for two years. So I was working my full-time job. I was married, just got married and and – um, and coaching there and we, you know, decide to have a family and coaching at Shepherd and working full time and having a family just didn't work. So, you know, I'm like, you know, we still wanted to coach. Let's try and coach at the high school level. Um, I went over to Jefferson High School in West Virginia um, and, you know, started coaching the defensive backs there and, you know, did that for a year. And I think uh, that's when Coach Ambrose stepped down and retired and Coach Ridenauer went in. And he called me up and said, "Hey, you know, want to come over here and, and coach?" And I said, "Your alma, your alma mater, right?" Absolutely. Um, and so I started in 2005 coaching with Coach Ridenauer, um, uh, and coached the defensive backs and and wide receivers up through 2010. Was it sort of surreal that you were coaching at, at Middletown, the, the place where you had grown up and played? Oh yeah, it was great. Uh, it was it was, you know, I always want. It's a great tradition football there um and you know what not a better place to coach you know and have the opportunity at, you know for my kids to go there eventually right and middletown was always a program that got close but but they couldn't yeah. quite get over the hump and then that 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 changed obviously in in, in 2011 yeah to started the run of 36 straight wins three state 
three straight yes. state championships. What, what was it like being being a part of that run? Um, well, I I was I was only around for the first one. Okay. Um, I took I took uh, a leave of absence, if you want to call it that. I went and got my master's degree. Um, but it was great, you know, to build up to it and and finally get over that hump and try and finally get to, you know. Hey, we can do this. We can compete at the highest level. We can beat those best teams. We can win a state championship. And then once once you get that mindset, you know it 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 carries over. It feeds to generations now. Success breeds that's success, right? right? Yeah. You know, and that's one thing I'm trying to do with lacrosse. And I think you know, I really do think that that win last week against Oakdale was is the start of something like that is you know what we can compete against the best teams we can beat the best teams you need that belief and you need it yeah, yeah you need that drive you need that um you know we, you've been so close for so many years and you just can't do it there's something blocking you and you know we it happened last week and you know put them in situations where hopefully it can happen again and it carries over now with lacrosse though it seems like you were stepping outside of your comfort zone a little bit well y- yes and no um, you know, I, I spent, I, I did have the build up, so it was, it was definitely educational, you know, going to clinics, going to, um, meet with coach, college coaches, going to talk with club coaches, joining clubs, um, to try and get that experience and knowledge. But, you know, I think, I think that comes with a territory. If you want to spend the time, you can learn how to do it. I think the biggest thing is, you know, how do you, how do you, how do you do those relationships and that's the easy carrying over from football to any, from my perspective, you know, that's the easy carryover. Um, I think that's the hardest thing to coach, you know, that is the, is the personal side of things. Um, and I, and I think, you know, um, I, I think I do a pretty good job at it. Uh, but I think that that's what makes it easier going from football to lacrosse is I can learn lacrosse. I can learn how to coach lacrosse. Um, I've done it. I've done that for years now, but, um, you know, having that personal side of things and, and coming from some great coaches is great. Your first game on the lacrosse sideline, did you know what you were doing? At U9 back in, in 2007? No. Yeah. No. But I, I had a great assistant coach. Um, she had played and she had taught me a lot of things and, and kept things going. I, I started going to clinics right away. Um, so, you know, it gradually went there, but it was a lot of sit back and watch and be like, oh, okay, you know, this is what I can take from basketball. This is what I can take from football and apply it to the same thing. Um, when you play defense in lacrosse, you know, it's a lot like playing a defensive back. You know, you got the same same type of footwork, same type of hip work, and, you know, we stay on the same side. So there's a lot of carryover there. I didn't think it helps. All right. How many years did you coach lacrosse before you got the job at uh, Middletown? Um, so this is year number three as the varsity coach at Middletown. Um I guess seven years. Okay, so you had some degree of comfort. I think. I mean, you, you felt you had a grasp on the job by the time you got. I think so. Got uh, the job at Middletown. Uh, yeah. yeah, I would. I would. I would think. I would hope that's why he he thought he and right. Coach Desmond thought he could bring me in there. But right. Um. You know, I I think it was also the 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 uh, rapport with the the students. You know, sure. being there and and having that. And what was your vision for the program? What what type of program did you want to create when you uh, got the job? Um. One with excitement, one where, you know, we have a lot of girls, you know, I'd go out and, and try and, and get field hockey girls to so- to soccer players, to basketball players who've never touched a stick before in their life, just those athletes. Um, but to build a program where, 
you know, there was that excitement. There was, there was, you know, you really wanted to go play girls lacrosse at Middletown. That's what you wanted to do. It doesn't matter if you've, if you've ever played before, you know, if you can, if you're a great student athlete and you can run, you know, we wanted you and we could teach you how to use a stick. You know, that's the easy part. It's hard part is, is running and then, and then doing well in the classroom. Um, so, you know, that's the program I want is one with excitement, one where we're open um, you know, this year we have 49 or 39 girls, um, which is great. Uh, last year, I think we had 36, um, and then two years ago we had 32. So we're building, we're, we're adding onto them. Right. Now it's a little more challenging for you cause you're not in the building every day. You, you don't, you don't teach at Middletown. So how do you go about fostering that type of atmosphere, that culture, that environment when, when you're not in the building, how, how do you get players to come out for your team? Well, you know, I, I think one of the, I, I do coach football there, so I'm, I'm there in the fall. Um, you know, I do have the ability to set my own schedule, so I, you know, I try and get there right at as school's ending or right before, uh, so they see me in the hallways. Um, and you know, I, I I go to a lot of events. You know, I go to the basketball, soccer games, you know, basketball games, field hockey games. My daughter plays field hockey, so I'm I'm watching the field hockey players. So you're there. you're around a lot. I I try yeah. to be, yeah, and 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 you know, I try and. Um, you know, I, the good, I coached the, you know, there's a lot of football players I coach, so, you know, they always see him around and, you know, see him with other, other students. And I'd be like, Hey, you play lacrosse. You should, you know, type the type deal when I see him around or, you know, at a field hockey game, um, you know, Madison Stewart, she's another one of our, she's a junior. Uh, she's another one of those under the radar type players, super, super athletic. Um, her freshman year, um, she's my daughter's age. Uh, they're out playing field hockey and, you know, tall, tall, tall young lady running up and down the field. I'm like, you play lacrosse? She's like, no, never played. Well, you should. And she came out. Is it, and, is it that simple? And then and they just come out or you don't have to twist many arms? Or? Um, yeah, yeah, I got to twist some of the older ones when they're younger. I think it's, it's pretty that I think it's simple. Yeah. You know, I get them, get them to, to at least pick up a stick and see what it's like. Um, you know, we have, as soon as football's over, I start workouts, drop-ins, um, and get them out on the field and uh, do a lot of running, uh, a lot of speed and agility, injury prevention stuff. But, you know, there's an opportunity there where, you know, I, I let my older girls um, uh, uh, run run practice or drills, if you want to call it, whatever you want to call it. But they're out on the field. I'm, I'm usually sitting up in the press box or something watching them on the turf. Um but you get a stick in their hand and, you know, like, like Kate and Kayla, I'm like, here, you know, take these, take these girls and, you know, just teach them how to get a ground ball, teach them how to catch, te- teach them how to do those things. One, it's great for, uh, Kate and Kayla. Cause you're, when you're teaching a skill, you know, you, you get better at it because you got to tell somebody exactly what to do. And then you're also helping these other girls who are, you know, now look up to you or now, you know, have that confidence in you saying, Hey, you know what? You took the time out of your day to help me get better at, at this skill that you really love. And you've taught me so much. Um, but you know, Madison's one of them that's, you know, picked it up. Kylie King, she's another field hockey player who came over and like, Hey, you know, as a freshman, um, you know, I like, Hey, pick up a stick, see what you can do, see if you like it. Um, you know, so we have the Bryn Poffenberger. She's another one where she was a cross country runner and this tall, you know, tall young lady just running. And I'm like, why don't you put a stick in your hand? Right. And she came out and tried it. Um, you know, and Skylar Slimmer is another one, you know, she's a field hockey player. You know, got three of those field hockey players come over and it's a great transition sport for them. You know, they get, they get what they need for, 
for field hockey to get all the running in. They get the, the field recognition, the field setup kind of the same, you know, field hockey has their strange rules or whatever, but you know, they're, they're great crossover complement sports that, you know, and I think it's an easier sell. Um, and if you treat them nice, I think they stick around. Right. That, 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 that certainly helps. And it also helps to win too. And, and, and success is a great recruiting tool too. So when you beat a team like Oakdale and, and, and the girls in the school see that, that might bring them out for lacrosse. Oh, right? I think so. Yeah. You know, and you know, you, you, you look back at the football days, you know, where uh, you're going through when I first got there, we had maybe 50, 50 to 60 players. But you get to 2011, you win a state championship, you got 90 kids on the team the following year. Um, and the same thing's happening, you know, in lacrosse. You know, the first year I was there, we had 32 kids. You know, you go, um, I don't even know what we went that year, 11 and 5 maybe. Um, you know, you're competitive. You start, start the ball rolling. Yeah, yeah. you get competitive. Um, you know, we lost to Oakdale uh, pretty big that year. We lost to Westminster that year, and we lost to South River that year. Um, yeah, but you start things going. And then, the, you know, the following year, uh, last year, we, um, you know, lost in the region final to Century. Um, we played competitive against Century and Oakdale. Um, they both beat us by 10. And, and Century's um, on your schedule, too. Yes. This year, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Um, and that'll be competitive, too. Um, you know, they, they've got, uh, uh, they're loaded again. Um, so, you know, it's another one to go and fight and get out of the, you know, out of the region with them too. Um, but you set those, you know, you set those high competitive games up and you get successful and then you, you know, you happen to beat, uh, uh Oakdale, um, and it just gets, starts talking and you're like, Oh, now we're going to get some more people. And, and, you know, we got a great, um, youth program that has a ton of girls coming up through now. Uh, I was going to say, cause when you get a player like uh like like uh jade mm -hmm. and you get a player like uh izzy i mean th those aren't girls that are picking up lacrosse for the first time in high school they, they've been playing before they got into high school definitely clearly and it seems like you have more of those players now girls that have been playing lacrosse throughout their youth sports days and now they're coming into the high school that definitely yeah and, and that's and that that's a credit to our our community and our and our um and our youth coaches keeping them engaged, keeping them year after year. Um, you know, they're successful too at, at, at the middle school and elementary school age, which helps, like you just said, you know, keeps those girls coming back. Um, but it, it's that, you know, it's that drive. It's that, Hey, you know, what they see, I think they see, you know, what, what we're doing at the high school and they're like, I want to be part of that. I want to, I want to make sure that I'm there doing that. Right, it's been it's been great talking to you, Coach. I mean, I, I could do it in probably another hour and just just keep peppering you with with, with questions here. So it, it's been fun. What, what do you enjoy the most about your job? Um, I I enjoy the personalities. You know, I enjoy the the different personalities. You know, and and they're all different. I mean, they're like your kids, and you know, and you're not one's the same. And you know, the the challenge to you know keep them together. You know, that's what I really enjoy. You know, it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, you know, the, it, the girls are great. They want to, they want to compete and they want to be the best. And, you know, we talk about it every day, you know, you, you're competing one for your spot and then you're competing to make your teammates better. Um, and they, they really love it and they really enjoy it. And it's, it's a lot of fun to have them around. Yeah. I, I meant to ask you too, how do you guys handle, 
adversity because over the course of a long season, things are going to come up. Things aren't always going to go your way. Issues will surface, maybe even away from the game, away mm-hmm. from the field. Just how do you go about dealing with those situations or handling them when they do come up? Well, I, I think I think what what I try I'm trying to do is is give them that release from it, you know, because it's it's not work when we get there. We work hard, yeah, uh, but it it's. It's it's fun. It's an opportunity to you know what go around and um, and just have fun with my friends and teammates. And sure, they have adversity. I mean, I mean, look. I mean, we go down two nothing against Oakdale, and um, and they, they they fight and they fight and they fight and they they get it back. And they they understand that you know it's not the end of the world if 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 you go down that way. They understand it too. It's not the end of the world if you lose. You know, we we don't want to lose any games, but there's there's lessons to learn from everything and and if we just harp on losing you know we're i'm i'm not doing a good enough job making sure they're they're learning the right thing so keeping it fun keeping them um active keeping them you know going out in the community giving them a break from lacrosse um you know goes a long way how do you make things fun do you play music at practice or or what do you what do you do to sort of keep the vibe loose oh there's definitely music at practice um and there's you know there's chatter there's communication there's you know they talk about whatever social thing they're talking about um and you know when we get to a drill they they understand hey we gotta we gotta get to it but in between those drills and in between you know water breaks or whatever cracking jokes they had oh yeah there's jokes there's you know uh, poking fun. There's, you know, whatever it is. Um, you know, we try and mix it up. Have every you guys day. ever had a talent show or anything like that? Um, no, but that's a good idea. Okay. You know, All right. I, 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 we got plenty of characters uh, to give us some uh, talent. I'll, I'll take credit if there's a talent show with, with you with got the, it with the Middletown girls across him. Invite me. I'll, Absolutely. I'll, I'll, I'd be interested. Be a judge. In be a judge. I, I could be a judge. There you go. For the first Middletown girls lacrosse. Uh, nice. Maybe show. we'll do that here so. in a couple weeks. Okay. Great. Fantastic. <laughs> Thanks for coming in, Coach. Thank you so much it, for it, having it, me. It's been great talking to you. We wish you continued success. Is the, the, the spring season always goes so fast, right? It seems like there's a lot of games in a very condensed amount of time. Yeah, right? I, you know, I, and I, that's one of the things I talk about in our banquet is, you know, when football is over, I, I try and transition to lacrosse right away, and I'm like, man, I wish March first would get here now. And then March first gets here, and, and then you know, it's May twenty fifth. All we of got sudden. senior, we got right. senior night next week, and I'm like, wow, you know what that goes. I told the girls the other day, you know, we're halfway done our regular season. You know, it's going fast. The next thing you know, it's going to be May, and we're going to be done. Like seniors will be graduated, so it it is super fast. Um, and we try and make the most of it, and try and and have a lot of fun during yeah. the spring. Tyler White, a Middletown uh, girls lacrosse coach. We wish you continued success, sir. Thank you so much. My thanks to Graham Cullen, uh, our producer, uh, for for putting this uh, podcast together. And my thanks to all of you for tuning in, as well as our fine sponsor, Players Fitness and Performance here in Frederick. I'm Greg Swatek of the Frederick News Post Sports Department, and we'll see you next week back here on The Final Score.